So all of a sudden, all of that growth activity that you and your team is doing and have been doing for years will start paying off faster, bigger, and bring you that level of growth that you've been after for a real long time because now your business can hold it. Welcome to the 7 Figure Freedom Podcast, where ambitious CEOs turn to transition from being the doer of the business to being the leader of the empire. I am Madeline Weick-Silva. I'll share my real-life struggles and breakthroughs as I've scaled my businesses and grown a team that run the day-to-day without me, so that now I run my seven-figure business on three-day work weeks. Join our community of visionary entrepreneurs and transformational leaders as we create lasting impact, financial freedom, and an awesome, rewarding life with a powerhouse team by your side. Hey there, visionaries. I'm excited to be diving in with you today and continuing on with our series. So I've been doing a series over the last couple of weeks where we've really been talking about the five different stages a business moves through from zero to seven figures. So how do you really get to that first million? One thing that I know for sure is that that first million is so much harder to get to than the next 10 million. And part of that is because most entrepreneurs and definitely visionaries fall into this big time, don't know what to focus on in each stage and even exactly what that stages are to really capitalize on them. Because if you do the right thing at the right time, as you're moving through those stages, it can really springboard you into that next level growth and getting to that first million so much easier on you. So this is really why I've been doing this series and really diving into this to shed some light into these areas and see if you can also recognize where are you? You know, what stage are you currently dealing with? And so I did a series and the first one of them, I went through all the five stages. And then last week, we did a deep dive into the dream up stage and the startup stage, which are the two first ones. And today I'm going to do a deep dive into the scale up and the team up stages. So the scale up stages is all about going from 250 to about 500K in business. This is really an opportunity where things are really starting to shift. So in the startup stage, we were talking about 10 times effort for one time to return. And in the scale up stage, that equation is finally flipping on its head and it's one time effort for 10 times to return. And things are really starting to move much faster and you're starting to see a lot more growth in your business. And a lot of the energy and effort that you put in that startup stage is really starting to pay off in the scale up stage. And this is an opportunity where people find you just from random places, you know, like people would literally find your old website that you haven't used in the last five years or find an opt-in page and then book a call with you and sign up for your program. Like this weird random ways that people find you because there's all this momentum that has been building from the activity and your efforts and putting your energy into your business as you did during the dream up and the startup stage. So the scale up stage is quite exciting because this is where you start reaping the harvest from what you have sowed previously in business. You really get to experience that growth phase. Now, the biggest thing about the scale up stage and what trips so many entrepreneurs up is that as things start speeding up, they don't have the processes and the systems and the foundations in their business to really support the growth. So if you think about this right now, if you really honestly sit with yourself and you ask, you know, what would happen if you 10x your business overnight? 
you know, and really look at what would break. Most people that I talk to who are like about to step into the scale up stage says that they would break, right? Because you're still coming from that startup business model where you are wearing all the hats, you're doing all the things. And if you're not preparing for this massive growth, it's really easy to blow yourself up here, meaning that you just kind of crash and burn because you can't keep up with the growth that you worked so hard to create. And you blow yourself up at this level. And then you have to start over in the dream up stage to kind of reconfigure your business, you know, kind of regroup, build your way through the startup stage, doing all that hard work to really get the rocket in the air to finally get back in the scale up stage. Many people do this cycle over and over and over again, where they really recreating themselves in the dream up stage, hustling really hard in the startup stage to create the momentum, dips their toes into the scale up stage and really start seeing some of the rewards of all the hard work they've been putting into their business. And then they just can't keep up because they do not have the systems, the workflows, the building blocks in the business, the structure in the business to support the level of growth that they're experiencing. And everything starts falling apart and they have to start over. And this is really this cycle of going from dream up, start up, scale up, falling apart, starting over, dream up, start up, scale up. It's the number one reason that so many visionary entrepreneurs burn out. If you're talking to people who has been in business for 10, 15, 20 years, and maybe even walked away from the business. I know people literally walked away from their businesses because they got stuck in that cycle. And they didn't know how to get unstuck. And again, you're only here, you're still just moving from 250 to 500K. So your business is not huge by any means. And it's really hard to get past a certain revenue stream here. Every now and again, I run into seven-figure business owners that has been doing this as well. And what it really comes down to as far as the revenue goes is how much you as the visionary CEO can you hustle hard to generate a certain dollar amount. So we all have set points for the amount of money that we can hold and allow in on a certain level. And so every now and again, I find people that have successfully gotten to seven figures, but are still stuck in this cycle. This happens from time to time. And it's really that burnout cycle. So what do you do to get unstuck here? What is the most important thing to focus on for you as the visionary CEO of the scale-up stage? It's really looking at how to put the foundational structure in place. So what we oftentimes do when we step in and working with our clients, I reference this to kind of like putting your business on stilts. So you know that if somebody's coming in and working on your foundation of your house, They'll put your house on stilts and then they repair the foundation underneath it. And then they lower the house back down onto that foundation. So in the meantime, while they're working on your house and working on the foundation, you are still living in the house. You're still doing the best you can, right? It's under construction. And it's a little bit like that with what we do for businesses in a scale-up stage. We literally put their businesses on stilts while we step in and put the operational pieces in place so that the CEO doesn't have to slow down and go all the way back to the dream up stage, go through the startup stage again, repeat that burnout cycle. But literally, we can put the business on stilts. Me and my team can step in, build the foundation, build out the operational processes and the workflows and really create business systems that can be at 10x without falling apart. 
See, one of the number one reasons which so many entrepreneurs never make it to seven figures is because they are trying to build a seven-figure business on their startup business structure. Inevitably, it's almost impossible to do that because the structure that you started your business with does not have the capacity to hold a much larger business. And this is why when you're thinking about 10x in your business, you go, oh my God, like, so many things would break, like it might feel super overwhelming. So even though we all, for the most part, really want to grow our businesses and we want that 10x growth, you know, if we don't have the container to hold it all, it's almost an impossibility. And most entrepreneurs just try to hustle harder, work harder, trying to do more of what they did in the startup stage to bring them success and thinking if they just do more of that, they eventually is going to really grow to this and scale the business up to the level where they want to be. But that's actually not how it works. You can't just white knuckle hustling your way through this because without having a container that could hold the growth that you're wanting to call into your business and really create the impact that you know that you're here to make, you can't just focus on hustling. It's not about doing more of the same. It's about doing things a little bit differently. So what you want to do in the scale-up stage is really build that foundation and update all of your processes and operational systems so that you can 10x. And it's easy to do so. Things are automated. You want to simplify before you multiply or you're going to end up multiplying chaos from the startup stage, right? So this is a moment of slowing down and really looking at the systems. One of the reasons why so many visionary CEOs never do this is because it feels like you have to pause your whole business growth in order to put the systems in place. And so, so many visionary CEOs feel propelled to keep going because they don't have the finances to not be hustling hard and bringing in sales and growing their business and having new leads showing up for months on end for them to rebuild the foundations of their business. And so there is this tug of war that goes between, hey, we just need to survive, right? We just need to keep cash flow coming in. We need to keep making sales. We need to keep doing marketing so that we are, can pay the bills and take care of the team and, you know, keep the business afloat versus, hey, we can't grow past a certain point because we don't have the actual building blocks in place that's going to create a sustainable growth for us that's going to be able to hold all of the influx of new business. So it's, you caught in this cash. 22, where you can't afford to slow down to put the systems in place that's actually going to afford you the growth that you're trying to hustle your way to. So this is the piece that really creates that blow up stage where most entrepreneurs try to just white knuckle their way through, hustle really hard, hoping they're going to be able to break through, hit a wall, things fall apart, and they start over in the dream up stage, have to work their through the startup stage all the way to the scale up stage again. So a better way of doing this is to allow somebody like us, which we have done for your operations, step into your business and really building the foundation for you while you and your team are continuing to grow the company, continue to do in the business critical activities to keep expanding the business. 
And the really cool thing is that when we are partnering in this way is that growth becomes exponential because all that effort that you are putting out into the world, all the marketing efforts and the sales and the funnels and all that stuff that you have done to really create the level of success that you have today. At a certain point, if your business systems are at capacity, even though you're doing activity that used to bring you amazing results in the past, it can be very hard to get past a certain plateau in your business because in reality, your business doesn't have the capacity to hold the growth that you're calling in. So when we come in and we expand that capacity and we eliminate the bottlenecks and we really streamline and automate a lot of the processes for how you can grow the business, then growth happens so much easier and with so much less effort. So all of a sudden, all of that growth activity that you and your team is doing and have been doing for years will start paying off faster, bigger, and bring you that level of growth that you've been after for a real long time because now your business can hold it. So right now you can get my super simple team assessment process that helps me evaluate my current team, identify if I need to hire somebody else, what kind of training my team members need, who is worth investing in and who needs to be more challenged to grow with a company and really turning those less than motivated team members into productive, valuating, value-adding team players. It's an on-demand five-part video series that will walk you through the whole process. It's totally free and you can find it at hello7figurefreedom.com team-assessment-video-series. We'll make sure to add the link in the show notes and let me know. So this is like the magic of the scale-up stage if you're doing it in the right way. Once you're done with the scale-up stage and you have the systems in place, now you're ready to really team up. Now, team-up stage is between 500 to about 750. And this is really where you're ready to bring in a team. Now, it's very common that people obviously have had maybe some virtual assistant or a couple of different team members along the way, maybe some vendors part-time here and there to help you out in your business to get even to the 500K. That's not unusual. So it's not like you don't have any team whatsoever up to this point. But once you get up to that 500 to 750K plus, now it's really time to build out your dream team, a team that can actually drive the growth in your business. Because up to this point, for the most part, US Divisionary CEO has been the person who's driving the growth. Many, many times I sit knee to knee with visionary CEOs and they tell me that I feel like I still just have a job. It's not really a real business because anytime I step away, I lose momentum or income in my business. And so it's still so dependent on me to make the business work and make money in the business and drive the growth of the business and drive the operational changes we need to make and drive all these projects that helps develop the business. And it feels exhausting to have all of that level of responsibility on most visionary CEOs' shoulders to constantly having to give in order to receive the benefits of their vision for the company. So up to that point, right, once you move through the dream up, the startup and the scale up, you are generally still the driving force behind your business. In the team up stage, that changes because now you're really ready. You have the finances, 
you have the growth in your business, you know, you figured out your messaging and who you're serving, the problems you solve in the dream up stage. You really solved what offers, what sales processes, what marketing really works for your business in the startup stage. And then in the scale up stage, you have now built the processes and workflows and systems and automations and streamlined your business so you can really manage the growth. Now the growth is happening faster, easier, and you really need to support of a team around you to really hold the business in a new way so it's not all up to you. So this is another really exciting time to really bring in the level of support that you really need to make your vision a reality. I always say that my team is my greatest business asset. I couldn't do what I do without my team. They are there with me all the time. They are the ones that allow me to spend my summers in Europe, spending time with my family. They are the ones that are doing a lot of the installation and of the strategies that I develop for our clients. And they really are in a big part driving force behind my business. You know, I, I'm at a place now where my team will at any moment... At a time, if I need a resource or I need a new team member or a new position filled, they can find me somebody, they can bring them on board, train them up and put them in place in a business to really drive the growth of the business. And I don't even have to be involved other than come up with a brilliant idea, the project or the vision that I have for the company next. And so this has been a total game changer for me to have that level of freedom as a visionary CEO to just be able to be the idea person, which truly is like feels so amazing, right? This is really what us visionary CEO dream of when we first start our business. And it's true. You pretty much have to get all the way to seven figures to really enjoy this piece. And going through these different stages and doing this in a strategic way so you can move as quickly and as easily and as possible moving through the different stages. And which is why I'm spending so much time here on the podcast and did a whole series on this because this is what trips so many visionary CEOs up and stops them from ever making that first million. And so in a team up stage, it's all about bringing in the right team members. And I think a lot of times the challenge here is that most people never slow down enough in the scale up stage to really put the systems in place. So they bring in team members a little bit too early and the team members don't produce, they don't do what they say, they tell them what to do, but they're not very proactive, they're not very strategic, they're not thinking through problems. And in some ways, they're just creating more messes and more stress for the visionary CEO. Just like you need a team around you to be really successful, to help you drive the growth of the business, your team needs systems around them to really support them in being successful at delivering the results and delivering, really creating the vision that you have for the business. And without those systems, what I call guardrails, your team will pretty much just be like a ping pong ball inside your business. They will have very little idea of how to be successful and how to build what it is that you are looking for. And they'll just come up. They will make assumptions. They will follow their own guidance systems. They will do what they've done in previous businesses and all of this stuff because they're not sure what you actually want. And you can tell them, but it's not enough. Telling somebody what you want, one thing, it takes a tremendous amount of your time and energy to constantly be telling people 
how you want things done rather than having policies in place that everybody follows. And secondly, verbal communication is usually not the best way of communicating the structure and the culture that you want to cultivate in your business. So we put two different guardrails in place for our clients' teams. One is the SOPs, the Standard Operational Procedures This is how you want things done in your business. How do we do things to drive the results that we are looking for in the business? Those are the SOPs. They need to be so detailed that we are planning for random intelligence. What I mean by that is anybody on your team is out for the day. Somebody else on a team should be able to step into their role, pull up an SOP for specific tasks they're responsible for, and be able to execute on that task without missing a beat. That is how detailed we want the standard operational procedures to be. And we want SOPs for every single thing in your business. Okay. And then we also want to develop a culture where you as the visionary CEO never in a million years actually write an SOP. Okay. Now your team creates the SOPs as they are learning a job and developing the skill set around. Okay. So you can communicate to them, you can have them do a task and then they create the SOP. So it creates this really streamlined process where they are learning as they're going and also utilizing that learning and then teaching it back. And so with a couple of checks and balances and training them how to do that, you can build out an SOP library very quickly. And that simultaneously as you're reinforcing what you want your team to do, and they are learning your standards on a deeper level because they're developing the SOPs along the way. So that is the number one guardrail that you want to have in place for your team members. On the other side, the guardrail you want to have in place is really your company culture. And the company culture is much more about how you want your team members to behave. How do you want them to show up? You know, how do you want them to pull themselves? How do you want them to be dressed? How do you want them to ask for vacation time? How do you want them, you know, what hours do you want them to work? How do you want them to problem solve? How do you want them to ask for help? All of these things is more about the how and those are the company culture that you really want to develop. The company culture is something that you, the visionary CEO, need to develop. And the company culture, oftentimes when I'm working with clients, I guide them through this process. And we really focus on all the little things that just drives you batshit crazy when you're working with a team. Right. What are the things that annoys you that just drives you up the wall that you wish people never did? Or what is the common sense that you wish every single hire had when they stepped into your business? All of these kind of irritants, we actually make a crazy long list of all of them. And then we start really creating company culture around them and restructuring them. So we have really clear guidelines of what to do instead. And this is a really great space to start from, to start building out your company culture is actually to start with the stuff that you wish you had never tolerated in your business and that you wish would change. And start there, create that list, and then start building out your company culture that way. Once you have those two guardrails in place, your SOPs and the company culture, now your team members are not like just free-flowing ping-pong balls inside your business anymore because as they are now having these guardrails and it really guides them of how to behave and how to do their job and create a lot more change and really add value from day one of stepping into your business. And as you are adding more and more team members into this structure, 
And they are starting to cultivate and really embody this company culture and these guidelines and really understand how this works. And they really buy into this idea of creating the SOPs as they're working on things to really integrate the learning. And they really started to embody that company culture that you're cultivating. What starts to happen is that when new team members steps into that team environment, they are instantly calibrated to that level of competence, excellence, and what it is that you actually want from your team. And there's a big shift that starts happening and it starts really multiplying because now rather than you reinforcing this on your team, now your team is going to reinforce that to any new team members. And it really starts to multiply the impact that you get to have. And, you know, and your team members starts really holding the accountability for the other team members to show up a certain way. This is how we do things. They would also not tolerate people not performing at a certain level anymore. And it starts really snowballing. And this is a really great way for you to be able to step away and not being so involved in the management of projects, management of team and management of tasks, which I always say, you know, us visionaries, we are not supposed to be managers, right? We're supposed to spend our time in spaciousness and really thinking up the big ideas that will change the world and humanity. That's our role. So we need a team that can really execute and really build this. So this is the other piece that we do in our business. We literally step in and help people evaluate their current team members and really see are people in the right spots at the right time. We look at really building out the SOPs as well as the company culture. And then we start hiring and bringing in those key team members that you need on a budget that you can afford and so that you can accelerate the growth. And once you've gone through these four first stages, the dream up, the startup, the scale up, and the team up, getting to 1 million, it becomes really easy. And that is, you know, and it happens almost automatically, as long as you are focusing on the right thing at the right stage. So again, in a dream up stage, it's all about messaging. What is the problem you solve? Who do you solve it for? And why does it matter? Right in the startup stage, it's all about developing your offers, your sales processes, and your marketing. You know, how are you really getting the word out there and building that recurring automatic leads generation machine that brings you the sales that you're looking for? And then in the scale up stage, it's all about getting the start up leveling your startup business model to really be able to support 10x the growth. So it's all about building the foundation that you can build a skyscraper on. So really getting in there and updating your systems and your business models and your workflow so that everything can be simplified before you multiply. And then in the team up stage, it's all about finding the right people in the right spot that can really help you drive the growth and developing those guardrails so that you are building a company culture and not just throwing people into random spots and not really knowing how to be successful in your business. Now, if you do all of this really streamlined fashion, you're going to get to your first million very quickly. You can do it in a year to two years. So this is the possibility. And if you are looking for support when moving yourself through these stages, we are here to support you. Please reach out. This is exactly what we do. This is the scaling strategies that we deploy for our clients to really help them move through these stages. And if you hire us or not, 
I hope either way that this series in the podcast has really helped you to one, identify what stage your business is in right now, and also getting really clear about what you need to do next to help you accelerate the growth. And again, if you need our help, we're here to support you. Thanks for tuning in to the 7 Figure Freedom Podcast. I hope this episode sparked a shift in perspective to help you amplify your impact, income, and freedom. Schedule a call with me today. You'll find the scheduling link in the show notes to take the first step towards gaining clarity on how to bring your vision to life with more ease. I'm looking forward to reconnecting with you next week for more insights, inspiration, and innovation. Check the show notes for additional resources.